0: Welcome to episode two of the Recording Story Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Newcomb, and in the second episode, I'm excited to have my buddy Jesse Slack on. Jesse is a country music artist from Ontario, Canada, where I'm from, and uh We've had a great, great working relationship over the last couple years. Uh, Worked on a lot of great songs together, and uh, Jesse is an incredible songwriter. And I have been lucky enough to do a couple co-writes with him, and um, and I I just love in general Jesse's approach to songwriting. Uh, He's probably one of like one of the easiest people I've ever sat down with to to write to write a song with. He's just very relaxed, very chill. And uh, like a no stress kind of guy, just a just a pleasure to to collaborate with. So, without further ado, here is my conversation with Jesse Slack. I'm here with Jesse Slack, my man Jesse. And uh, <laughs> what's going on, Jesse? Not much. What's going on with you, Adam? <laughs> Not too much, man. Thanks for uh, doing this with me. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Jesse is my first uh, first guest for the podcast. So. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Jesse and I worked together for. What, like 3 4 years now i yeah, think yeah. it'd be a while yeah. um
1: yeah i'd say 3 or 4 years yeah it's, yeah we've
0: worked on a number of uh a number of songs together and um today we're going to talk about a song that we did earlier this year in 2019 yeah, yeah. back in january um a song called mustang yeah so yeah we'll we'll dive into this song it's a great song it's a country rock tune um high energy type song and uh yeah it's uh, it's gonna be a good one. So, uh, yeah. So Jesse, tell us uh, a little about yourself, and uh, specifically like where uh, how you got started in music and uh, how it all began for you.
1: Um. Well, I'm a uh, country singer songwriter from Ontario, Canada, and uh, I've been at it since I was a young boy. Um. Grew up with uh, my mom singing around the house. Uh, she used to sing country songs and. Uh, my twin brother and I started a rock band, and we thought we were going to be rock stars one day. And then he decided he wanted to make money, and got out of music. So, uh, so I'm left holding the bag. So, uh, no, I, I, I always really liked country music, and and it's kind of just where the path took me. So, so yeah, that's why I'm here recording with you. <laughs> Um,
0: when did you start uh, actually um, getting out like forming a band and got out playing gigs as Whoa. Jesse Slack?
1: I was singing karaoke like as a kid. So I performed at a young age, but uh, when I got out and really performed under Jesse Slack, I would have been in college. I went to college for music and arts at Fanshawe college. And uh it's kind of where I, I figured out that um, I want to do things on my own and um, write country songs and write for other artists and, and write ultimately for myself. So, uh, so yeah, I'd be around college. I, I got out and um, I actually started playing bars with a guy who's in Nashville now. His name's Steve Rivers. And he shout out Steve. Shout out Steve. (laughs) Yeah, he records he does some stuff with you now too. Yeah. Um and yeah, he he really helped me kind of learn the bar scene and kind of took me under his wing, uh, which I'm grateful for. And uh I would have never met him without being in music industry arts. Uh it was one of my professors, um, uh Terry, who kind of put us together and uh he's done that for a lot of MIA grads like Derek Rattan and Greg Hanna and so yeah so that's kind of the start of my story and um yeah. So you're like in your early 20s is when you kind of started to get out there with what oh, been like I think I was younger I was yeah like 18 or 19 okay. I used right. to make fun of Steve and call him old and <laughs> he used to get mad at me he still does but yeah. <laughs> Nice, yeah. yeah did you, uh,
0: so in your first uh, recording you did was uh, at the
1: school, wasn't it? Or you did it um, when you were in school back? I did like we recorded when we were younger with like Jimmy Boskill and um, and just kind of on our own and stuff like that, and I recorded in the program, but uh, but when I was done um, college. It's funny because I talk about Terry a lot because he taught me a lot he said if if you need something to make you successful, then go out and spend your money on it like if you need a good guitar because you're playing a lot, go out and get a good guitar right um so which is why you have a gibson that's gym. why <laughs> that's why I have some good guitars <laughs> yeah um, but he's another thing was like you, you want good recordings, so Steve brought me to Nashville and um, and that would have been in 2011 and, uh, that was the first time I was down there. And that's when I realized that all my recordings were really, really bad. So, uh, so then I got hooked up with, um, with a guy, a producer who was in the program, uh, was one of my professors, Dan Broadbeck. Right. And uh he's actually nominated for a Grammy this year. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's I go Dan, yeah. That's pretty badass. Um Yeah. So uh so yeah, he produced my first um I'd like to say publicly released single because I would like to forget about all the stuff <laughs> I did before, but yeah. um but yeah, my first real single where this is going and we did that at EMAC Studios. Um so yeah. Mm, That was good. Yeah. 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 That came out, was it like five or six years ago? Yeah. I think, yeah, it would have been a while now. Um, But it's still a song that people, like, I was at the hunt camp last week and people were saying, you know, that song's still going to live because, you know, your first song and it never really does as good as you expect. But the solid first release, actually, it was how
0: I got introduced to you. I saw. It come across my Facebook or Instagram the video, yeah, and it was kind of my like my first kind of yeah like the introduction to you, and I was like, man, this is yeah like I was in I was a fan yeah. after I heard that that first track, and
1: yeah, the video turned out great for it as well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not and that's the thing, and I guess that looking back, I guess that was really the goal of that song was to get to meet people like you and and meet people like. uh, like even like Rick Huckabee, who I wrote Mustang with. And, right, right. And you know That's a great
0: segue. Yeah. All right. So let's exactly. talk about let's talk about Mustang exactly. then. So, yeah, so you wrote it with
1: Rick down in Nashville, were you? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and Rick is a really, really cool guy. Uh he's just one of those like badass kind of southern guys and um and he loves to make coffee and you know, us Canadians like coffee, so um, Man, after my own heart yeah. but yeah it was funny because I actually got hooked up with that um, co-write um, by my friends Dakota and Will and I ended up writing with them the first time I went down to Nashville and they've been like big brothers to me kind of like Steve ever since um, so yeah they hooked me up with Rick and I looked at his credits and I'm like should I be sitting in a room with this guy <laughs> I mean he's got like a bunch of Tracy Lawrence cuts and I uh, wrote beer with Jesus with Thomas Rad, yeah. yeah. So I knew I was going to get a good one out of him, <laughs> and we continue to write good songs. So, uh, oh, so, you've written with him since, hey, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice, yeah, yeah. Thank God. So it must have gone well. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I hope so. I mean, I mean, maybe either he's writing with me because he feels bad for me, or he thinks it went well. But <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it was just one of those songs that we. I had this guitar riff, and I had this kind of melody, and, and I was singing, um, you know, the start, like, well, all good years flying fast on the dirt, and uh, he's like, oh, yeah, that's good. And then I was singing something different, and I had kind of like a Mustang thing in there or something, and he's like, Mustang! I have an idea I want to write called Mustang. Uh, and I'm like, all right. So then it it kind of wrote
0: itself. Okay. So that first line you had there was well, how it I kinda... had
1: that guitar riff, <laughs> right? The alert riff. Okay. okay. And uh, and yeah, he just loved it. Okay. So and, it just kind of kicked uh, off from there. Yeah. 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 And we we wrote Mustang. That's
0: crazy. So, um, how long do you remember how long that writing session was? Um, like how long did it take
1: to finish that? You know what? Some some writers like you get together with them and you can spend 4 hours and write a verse and a chorus or write one line. Yep. Oh yeah. And uh you just you don't get very far but with Rick every time we get together we we write a song pretty quick and it's just I don't know if we just get each other or or what it is but um but I I don't remember how long it lasted but I don't think it was too long. The good ones kind of come out fast, eh? Well, like, well, they do or they don't. Like, <laughs> yeah. you hear about these good songs that these guys have worked on for, like, weeks and weeks and weeks trying to make perfect. True, even years sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I'm always one of those guys. Like, I was writing yesterday, and uh, and I said to the guy, I'm "Like if if the line's not perfect, it's not a big deal, man. We can change that in the studio. And I was mentioning that even when we work together, there's a lot of times where um, you and Craig will be sitting there and you will be like, I don't think that line is quite right. Can we change it up? And yeah. and then that's when you really, uh, you're analyzing everything because you're analyzing, okay, does he sing everything correctly? Are his vocals good enough? It's you like know. a
0: microscope. It's yeah. like we're kind of looking at things. Yeah, that's exactly.
1: Right. And, and you're looking at it differently than writers because writers can fall in love with their songs and, yeah. and you know, like coddle them like little babies and it's like, <laughs> protect them. And, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, geez, man, yeah. it's a song. Like, <laughs> and I've, I've
0: I've always loved your outlook on that because I we've written together a couple times and your whole demeanor and your like loose sort of like easygoing way of approaching it is like, yeah, I think it just kind of the the process is so easy with you to to write because you aren't precious about about the little nitty gritty details of things and you're flexible and like, whatever, we'll change it later. Like it's, yeah, let's not get too hung up on things. I think that's a, a killer um, in a songwriting situation. The momentum just gets killed when you're like obsessing over these tiny, you know, things just move on. Well, yeah.
1: that's the thing. You want to create a space and, and an environment where, where you can be as creative as possible. Totally. And, uh, and sometimes I don't find myself being the most creative dude. So I, so I kind of live by that to, you know, yeah stay as right brained as possible, I guess you can say. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you don't feel like you're like the most creative person. So what, like,
0: what is it that does it for you? Like kind of gets you feeling more creative? Is it just, do you have like some sort of process to kind of get into it or to kind of get your creative juices flowing? What's the...
1: I find just, just staying like if I'm writing a lot... I write better stuff and then and you find people that you that you work with that they just kind of draw ideas out of you and um and i f- I feel like sometimes I hope I can do that to other people um but but yeah, yeah, I don't know i and I don't know maybe when I live a bit more of a chaotic lifestyle, I find I'm a bit more creative too my <laughs> wife my wife doesn't like that but you know. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, but, so like how yeah, whatever's going on in your life at the time kind of will inform. Well, your, yeah, like your writing. um like I used to work the 9 to 5 job and and now that I don't, I find myself way more creative because I don't know, I just I kind of have a bit more of a carefree attitude and like your stress level is lower and you're just a little, Yeah, yeah. But, and like when you're working kind of 9 to 5, you kind of have a bit more of a business mind. Mm. And you're kind of worried about, you know, is the song going to be good enough for radio? Does it follow all the guidelines and stuff? And now it's like, I don't really care if it is like, (laughs) I just want it to be a good song and, and hopefully a good song lives on. that's very
0: freeing for sure. Not having like uh, there's something to that for sure. That now that you don't have that, it's like structured nine to five day that you're not feeling so structured, structured in your creative times. Like, yeah, you're just kind of, loose with it which i i think that actually breeds like just better work like just better you're gonna make better music when
1: you just yeah hopefully (laughs) just kind of just relax and just or it's gonna be super weird and crazy which some people might like that too people like that too there's there's,
0: there are people out there that do enjoy yeah? yeah weird and crazy yeah no that's that's really interesting um so with mustang then you guys write it fairly quickly. Kind of happens quick. You and you and your co-writer have a have a, like a, a good thing going on together. So that's cool. Yeah. Um. Now the so he had the idea for like he wanted to write a song about mu- like a Mustang. Like it was, or he had something kind of brewing. Like yeah, the, the like he had a, a,
1: a the title Mustang. Oh, okay. He's like, I want to write a song called Mustang. Um. After we, I was playing in my idea. Yeah. And. That's kinda of when it just grew onto what it grew into, you know? Like yeah. um sometimes you have this idea for a song and you're like, I don't really know how we're gonna get there, you know? Like you wanna write a song called Mustang, but where how do we wanna to get to this, you know, title? Say we call that the title. Um and his ideas, well, you know, Dad had this old Mustang and you know it sat in the garage and all this stuff or and then my idea could be like, well no, this badass chick is driving this Mustang because she's leaving your ass because you're a loser and or you messed up. And, you know, so we create the story and then, you know, get get to
0: that hook. Go from there. So there's like that kind of pre-work, before you actually
1: start writing the lines, you got to, you form the story first. Well, that's cause. where, that's what I always like to do and come up with, I like to sit back and like create a movie in my head. Oh, okay. You okay. Know? That's interesting. Yeah. 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 Like I, I want to visualize it. And I think that's kind of what we really achieved with that song. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like if you're listening to that song, you can, you can picture, you know, this chick driving down the road with a smoke hanging out of her mouth. Having this fastback baby blue Mustang, yeah. Nice. Well, I, we should actually listen to the uh, let's
0: listen to the work tape so the like original, what yeah, you guys recorded on your phone after you wrote it. Yeah, will play that and then uh, then we'll play the uh, the finished track so for sure people can get an idea how this song even sounds. So,
1: yeah, th- how it develops, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, how it got to. Sorry for the mixtape, guys. <laughs> oh, these are, these are the best.
0: All right, so here goes Mustang uh, recorded on Jesse's phone right after him and Rick uh, finished writing it.
2: White wall good years flying fast on the dirt Cheap shades, your faded stones t-shirt With a rebel heart and a dumb, wrong smile Full tank of freedom, bucket seats Rear-view mirror, losing sight of me Tail lights fading out for a hundred miles I hope you're driving that fastback Mustang Running down the dream, running from a heartbreak burning gasoline and memories heading for the setting sun 67 baby blue five-speed bet you when the horses breeze you don't miss me if that road could ever lead back to us hope you're driving that mustang In the dust my regrets I never knew how long it gets I never knew I'd miss you like I do right now I would have stopped you if I could But you made leaving look so good I still see that cloud of smoke From the day you were peeling out driving that fast back mustang running down the dream running from a heartbreak burning gasoline and memories heading for the setting sun, six sun 67 baby blue five-speed Bet you when the horses breathe you don't miss me if that road could heavily back to us hope you're driving that mustang she should be breaking down. Today could be the day to turn that thing around. I hope you're driving that fastback Mustang, running down a dream, running from a heartbreak, burning gasoline, memory. Heading folding setting sun, 67 baby blue five-speed. Bet you when the horses breathe, you don't miss me if that road could ever lead back to us. I hope you're driving that Mustang.
0: cool yeah so we just listened to the work tape there um so does it bring back some memories of like when you guys wrote it yeah man
1: it's it's uh it's always funny when you listen back to a work tape and because that work tape has died in in my mind you know right like i i listen to mustang the odd time um but we play it so often now so right so you kind of relearn it too like like, like we i used to play it so different than how we recorded it, so. Right.
0: Yeah, you hear all the, like, the, the changes that we made and just little, in the vocals, like, little melody things yeah. or little phrasing things, and, and you hear, oh, man, that's the way it used, it was originally, and, yeah. like, it's, and you and then you start to wonder, like, was it better? That way? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I, you started, I think we. Like, I don't think. I, I think we did it the right way. <laughs> yeah, I think we did too. When you started to question, like you're hearing, yeah. "Oh man, <laughs> like that's that's yeah." But uh, no, like, I think we,
1: I think we did it the right way too. Can I get a refund? Yeah, can we I'll do it again? Uh, I will, <laughs> on your way out. I'll get you it.
2: <laughs> um,
1: no, I think we. I I personally feel like we we really nailed it, and yeah, I think uh, I think Rick did too, and that's that's really. Uh, it's a good feeling when your co-writers are excited about it because right. you know everybody's had a co-write where you've got a song cut or you've recorded a song that other people and you show them and they're like, yeah, man, that sounds great. And then they're going to turn around going, okay, that's not <gasps> what I expected. <laughs> you killed the song. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I've had it where like I've wrote a song and, and well, like take me to it where uh, I went and showed Tori, and Tori's like, wow, that's way different than I expected it, like the way we wrote it, um, but I really like it, and it's nice. like, that's that's pretty cool, you know? That's cool. that's cool. And then even when we wrote, I wrote with her um, a couple, well, a month ago, she even said, she's like, I love how you guys made it so happy, you know? <laughs> I'm it's... Like, oh, Kind of what we—that's what your job is, you know. Yeah, that's, that's right. The producer's yeah. job.
0: <laughs> this song, "Take Me to It." um, If you're on Spotify or iTunes, check out Jesse Slack. um, "Take Me to It," and it's—and it's—it's—it's uh, it's funny you mention that because I think it was because of the time that we—that you wanted in the year that you wanted to release that song. It was going to come out in the summer. Yeah. So we're like, we just wanted that summertime feeling yeah. track or whatever. So that's how it came up. That kind of happy happy kind of bright, sunshiny song. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's all like a lot of sort of reasons why a track comes out the way it does. Yeah, just because we, we've always like been definitely like uh, big on planning kind of like your next oh, releases. It, and, yeah. 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 And, and like what, what, yeah, what kind of sound you what want makes to make sense for the time of year and like what you're based off of like what you released previously. Like, yeah. So kind of building off previous releases and then yeah totally. yeah. totally. Nice. Yeah. So. Well. Yeah. So back to uh, Mustang. Then let's check out the uh, the finish track, and uh, so people can hear that, and then we'll here we go we'll talk about that.
1: Yeah. For sure. All right.
2: On the dirt, cheap shades, your faded stones t shirt with a rebel heart and a done wrong smile. Full tank of freedom, bucket seats, rear view me, and losing sight of me. Tail lights fading for a hundred miles. I hope you're driving that fast back Mustang. That Mustang. I hope that Mustang. She left me in the dust with my regrets. I never knew how lonely, lonely gets. I never knew I'd miss you like I do right now. Yeah, I would have stopped you if I could. You made leave and look so good Still see that cloud of smoke From the day you were peeling out I hope you're driving that fastback Mustang Running down a dream Running from a heartbreak And- i right.
1: <laughs> that's so that's cool.
0: how <laughs> that's how it turned out yeah and um yeah it's so interesting to hear just yeah hearing back and back that work tape to where it turned out but what i love is that that original riff that you came up with on the on the acoustic was it stayed because yeah. the song was based off of that yeah, riff. I it wouldn't be the same song man it's it's amazing how like that like we, we get hung obviously up on vocals and lyrics and melody and everything. And obviously that's very important. But like there are instrumental parts that become so integral to a song and to the vibe of a song. You hear that first riff and it's, it just sets the tone for what the song is.
1: Yeah, especially um, with like a, like a rock or a Southern rock inspired country song. I feel like that's totally. like
0: the, the most important Guitar part, right? is like just the heart of that, of yeah. that kind of music. Yeah, so yeah, that, I love that that, that just stayed a big part of the song and um yeah and then i think even tempo wise it stayed generally around where it was in the work tape because that's always a thing that like i always pay really close attention to is where the tempo was at when it was originally written because that's usually where it should be like really close to that like unless you got like the work tape just got played really way too slow or whatever but
1: generally it's kind of like where it felt the best and yeah Yeah, totally yeah totally because that's kind of yeah where you thought it should be when you wrote
0: it. it, just kind of you're just kind of vibing, not thinking about it too much, and that's how it came out. So yeah. it's good to kind of run with that. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then um, I don't know if you remember
1: the uh, arc, the way we tackled this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, it's funny because I did a record down in Nashville, and. I loved the record I did in Nashville I did it with a great um, record with uh Aaron Goodvin, Julian King and and all those guys down there. But uh the Nashville recording experience uh is something I think everybody should experience 100%. Um but it's very interesting, you know, and uh I found with my newer stuff I really wanted to incorporate the guys that I play with, you know, on a Friday Saturday night. Um, and I wanted to, uh, sit down and make it a, a group, you know, thing Yeah. and kind of get everybody's thoughts and, uh, and especially your expertise with, um, the creative process. And so, yeah, we sat down and, and all sat in a room and, and worked it out. Yeah. And it's funny because even when I wrote it with Rick, we had that, like, Everybody talks about the riff. Mm. Um and that na 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 Okay. Yeah. Um and I remember when we wrote it, I'm like, yeah, and then here we'd have a cool riff. But <laughs> we never really it knew what it was. Right. Until we came into the studio and I think it was uh I had this kind of a somewhat of an idea, but it was not Intellectual enough, I guess, in the minds of some of the people that we're recording with that day. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh. And Craig came up with um, with that riff. That's
0: right on the bass. Yeah, and, that's and he, right. And I'm
1: like, what, what did you play? And then, <laughs> and that's yeah. And I turn into the riff. Man. That's right. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah, and people still go,
0: "Oh, that's so freaking cool, man!" It's a great again, like a guitar part, but such a great part of the
1: song. Yeah, people are are like they talk about it specifically. Yeah, that's and it's, that's what you want in a song. You want those memorable moments. Totally. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So,
0: and and that like I I, I remember you uh, being adamant that like, hey, I just want to get every, I want to get the boys in the room, and like yeah. you're you're like I say, you guys that you play with a lot, and uh, let's just jam together and. There were like I feel like when you do that, there's like a um, especially when it comes to the transitions like that riff that no no no, no no yeah, um that that stuff doesn't happen when you're not playing when you're not jamming with a bunch of people. It, it, yeah, it happens you way differently. To get it?
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's what I find too. And um. That's what they do in Nashville. They sit in a room and they play Everyone the song together. together. Yeah. And they play the songs perfectly the first time and it still blows my mind. It's, but It's freakish. Um, like, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. So I,
0: I feel like all, like the way the, even the intro came together. Cause we were, we were toying over like it being half as long or. No, oh, yeah. We were like, we kind of, we would play it. And I think we tried it half as long. I was like, man, it just feels too short. It or feels like we, we're just.
1: Making Craig play different things and That's right, yeah. And trying out other things and and it just worked out that like whatever the musician kinda came up with originally kinda was what got laid down. Became the yeah came yeah. what Yeah, and then when it came time to
0: actually lay it down. Yeah. It was so simple. It's yeah. like we everyone knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, exactly. And then and then we just had uh, brought your buddy Jimmy and yeah, yeah. In. Jimmy
1: Boskill came in and killed the guitar. Like that solo was yeah just and he had and he had so much slide stuff on there that I feel bad that we took some of it out because yeah. it's Jimmy Boskill yeah. but and it was great. It was yeah. fantastic what he did. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah but, we just we we felt like we wanted to simplify. Uh, things a little bit yeah just kind of scale back and but his guitar solo that slide solo on the bridge is fantastic and I yeah remember that day when he came in um you played hooky from work he came down it was in the morning yeah I can (laughs) talk about it now because I don't
1: work there but yeah (laughs) and
0: and then uh came in with uh this like beat up um Gibson amp that like is so old and uh and just was like ripped through it just laid down with a couple of passes and just laid down a bunch of fire just Man, everything that
1: guy does is just amazing yeah great guy
0: um if you're in the area if you live in uh, anywhere in ontario and you're looking for a guitar player hire that guy
1: yeah if the sheepdogs and blue rodeo don't have yeah
0: true he's he's a little tied up most <laughs> of the time <laughs> yeah yeah, that was it. Like it was between uh, my brother played drums and he's yeah. your live guy, and yeah. um, and Craig, who's your your bass player, yeah. and uh, also does the backup uh, background vocals. Always he crushes on it. that always. Yeah. Craig's amazing. Um. Yeah, so that's who you hear on backgrounds, and,
1: and then uh, I think you did everything else.
0: <laughs> I did. Well, there wasn't like a lot going on this track. There was just uh, like it was a straight up rock track in that it was just guitar, bass, drums, vocals, and organ. Yeah. And so I yeah. did some rhythm guitars and a couple little leady things, and Jimmy did a lot of the lead stuff. And yeah, that's what that's kind of all that's going on in this one. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a good, just a good old song. Just a good old country rock song. Yeah. So and like we. Uh, we're fans of um, an artist named CJ
1: Solar. He's he's great and we like his style of like Southern. Well, it's funny because uh, cause Rick writes with CJ down oh. in the States too. And that's so I think that's why it is really a CJ inspired. And, right. And, yeah. and he's a badass. Oh, so CJ is like, a man. Yeah. He is kind of the, like in my mind, he's the Nashville like Southern, Southern rock dude. He's the guy. He yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. So we like that kind of
0: his vibe so we're kind of like inspired by by what he does yeah. and and uh that southern kind of sound so yeah that's how it that's, that's kind of why it kind of came together and sounds the way that that it does yeah yeah
1: so,
0: yeah um i'm just thinking about what else went on in the recording process that was like noteworthy
1: um not what people would expect, I think. Like we didn't really do a bunch of drugs and get drunk and stuff. We kind of just worked. Oh, well, this time like, <laughs> we, we went overboard in the past on that, so we thought this time let's like, boys, let's just see what yeah. happens when we just
0: stay sober. It took
1: like four <laughs> days to record it because we were so drunk. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be a story and a half. But. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, definitely not not that interesting as far as uh, that goes. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> We just get in and, and get to work basically. Yeah. very Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I do remember that like we, um, we actually got together twice and jammed. I think it was more than one time we got in the room, in the live room and we we're working it out, I think. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause the first time was like, like a pre-production thing and then we got together and, and laid it down. That's right. We, yeah. we
0: all, we all kind of listened to that first kind of run through, came yeah. back after like a week or something. And yeah. then we made tweaks kind of read recorded a rough version
1: and then yeah, I think yeah that's and then and then right after that I think uh, we cut the drums yeah we, tr- we really tried to make it right and, <laughs> and like I said I feel like we did and I'm not trying to be be uh like cocky about it but I, I feel like we did we hit it on the nose so. well
0: I think so too man I think like again um I say in the introductory episode the first episode about how like there's so many decisions that get made and throughout the course of like a song being born right from the writing to, I mean, you decide on every single lyric, you decide on all the notes in the melody, you decide on so many things. And then right through when you start recording and arranging the, all the parts, just thousands of decisions. And when you hear, yeah, when you hear that back, I was like,
1: I think we made a lot of good decisions. Yeah, <laughs> I think it, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's not much I would change. Yeah, no. right. And, I, you know, like maybe if uh, like a major artist picked it up and yeah, they you would know maybe tweak it, it, it to their
0: liking or whatever. But, well, yeah, but but yeah, it's it really uh really proud of that one for sure, man. Yeah, for sure. And we've and we've done like we've worked differently on other songs where um we don't like get the whole band in the room and we'll kind of work all like individually oh. as far as like get you know we have just cut the drums and then like Craig comes in and he does his bass thing and we will and for uh like for specific songs that actually works really well that's actually a good way to approach a song yeah, like certain songs. Some
1: of, some of my favorite songs I've ever done with you I've sent you the work tape and I've come in and you've had the whole track kind of laid out and then we've kind of just made changes from there. Those are some of my favorite songs, like that. Cr- the Christmas song that we did is. Yeah.
0: Which is at the time of this recording, uh, it's what is it? Uh, November the 20th today? It yeah, is so 20th, 20th th- today. So it comes out on Friday. In a couple days. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, so. it's
1: exciting. It's it's a great uh, country Christmas song. It, yeah. yeah. I, well, I think it's really good too. But yeah. I, yeah. I, I love all my babies. So. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the ugly ones. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, totally. Um,
0: yeah. Um, that that way of doing things, like I think that works really well for us because we have worked together now for a few years. Yeah, got to know each other. I know I kind of um I definitely know what you like, what you don't like for the most part. And then yeah. so we're able to kind of do things that way and it, it works out. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Works out great. Yeah. Anyways, so I guess we'll wrap this up. I think we pretty much said everything we need to say about About Mustang and about, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. Um, where can
1: uh, people find you online? And people can find me online on, um, you know, all the online platforms: uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Tinder, Tinder. Yeah, Christian Mingle. Mingle, Okay, yeah, I forgot about that one. Don't tell my wife. (laughs) Oh, um, no, yeah, you can find me on, you know, Spotify, YouTube. Just at Jesse Slack. At Jesse Slack. That's Look her. up Jesse Slack. There's not a lot of us out there. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah. There's, it's, a, it's a pretty odd name. Except there is a guy that out there that looks
0: exactly like you. There is. <laughs> yeah, so there is.
1: Should be your twin brother, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got a great mustache. <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah. Right so that's on. That's where you can find me.
0: Right on. Yeah. Check out Jesse online. And, uh, Thanks, man, for doing this. Thanks so much for having me, Adam. Right on, man. We got a track we're going to be working on tonight. We're going to, we're wrapping this up and we're going to get into Jesse's next single, which is going to be a good one. So that was my conversation with Jesse Slack. And uh, just a couple things I wanted to highlight that Jesse said that I thought was was great was um, he said that he doesn't uh, like to get hung up on on little details on, on, you know, getting too hung up on a, on a certain line, um, because things can get fixed down the road. Um, we, he mentioned that when we are tracking his vocals or when we're at the point where his vocals are being recorded, we are changing lyrics around and, uh, little, um, just even taking out a word here and there, uh, right up to like the very end. So. Uh, it's a really good point to not get too Like things can change So when you're in a writing session um, Just if you feel like you're getting stuck On something And it's just, you're just spending too much time Trying to figure out a line Or a word Just move on And, uh, and it could be sorted out down the road um, And then another thing I thought Was great that he said that Is he likes to picture The song as a movie so when before they start kind of writing, he starts writing lines. Um, he's kind of visualizing uh, the story as a movie, and then drawing from that. And uh, that's a great trick. It's a really, really great trick because um, then you're able to use, you pull from your descriptive words, and and uh, you paint you paint the scene with words and, and when you're writing. So that I really love that uh, how we said that. And just another thing that I love about uh, Jesse's recording process is that he doesn't stick to just one way of, of recording the songs. Like we had talked about with Mustang, we all, we got his band, his live band together and we all got in the in in live room in, in my studio and we worked it out together. We played it together and that worked out great for that song. And uh, but then uh, more recently we've been doing it so that uh, he'll send me his work tape, his rough iPhone demo, and I'll just put it together uh, myself and put the parts together. And uh, then he just comes in and he cuts vocals. And Craig, his bass player, will come do background vocals. And Craig will do uh, he'll uh, redo the bass and do his his take on the bass, which is always great. And so. He is not locked into one way of working, which I think is super important when you're uh, when you're in the studio or when you're working just creatively just don't get too locked into a single way of doing a thing. So those are a couple of the highlights I felt were great from our conversation and uh, again I hope that that helps uh, you the listener and you can apply some of these things to your way of working and really use them as tools so, thanks so much for listening in checking out this podcast episode Uh, i really 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 appreciate it and uh, if you can leave a review for the podcast and subscribe that would be much much appreciated and until next time get out there and make some great music